as we said uh, today, is a very special service. And as we're continuing to remember Israel's waiting for the Messiah to be born, we're continuing to remind ourselves of Jesus's return, the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, to return and bring his kingdom in its fullness. But today is a little different in that we're looking at the arc of the story. Um, whereas on most Sundays, we're usually listening to, to a single passage of Scripture. Today, we're, we're listening to various passages that speak to the, the work of God in this very big arc, extending from the time sin entered our human experience to uh, even pointing to uh, uh, Jesus' work of restoration and restoring the destructive fallout of our sin. And the restoration he will accomplish in all creation. And this story shows us the love and the hope of God in very big and yet very personal ways. And those things don't always seem to go together. I've, I, for instance, I grew up in Chicago. Very big city, beautiful city, wonderful city. Great places, great people. And, and yet, even though it's a city that has, you know, everything you could ask for in terms of experience, whether it be cuisine or things to do, things to see, it can at times, especially depending on where you live, it can at times feel very lonely, even though you're surrounded by people. It can be, it can be easy to feel small because it is a big city. And yet, um, my wife Kristen grew up in a very different place, a small town. Not a lot of tourism, not a lot of places that people travel there just to see or what have you, but yet a very personal place, a place where people are known, where it's very easy to connect with one another. And it feels often where it's kind of either one or the other, things either being very big or very personal. And Yet we see it both in these passages. We can see in our passages, we listen to the story today, and we see that God has very big plans that he is carrying out right now. And we can identify these in his readiness to save us and restore us and how he responded to us, even in the wake of our sin in the garden. We see it begin to take shape as he seeks to bless humanity through his chosen family on a global level. We can hear it in the words of the prophet foretelling the rule of our Lord that will make all things right, that will bring his justice, that will bring his restoration to such an extent that all creation will know and reflect his goodness. These are huge promises. These are great and wonderful promises that speak to a wonderful hope that one day all will be made right. Whatever is happening in our world, one day God will have God's way completely and he will have the last say. He will make all things right. And yet as we step back and consider the, 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 the extent of this hope and recognize it on a cosmic level, it can be easy to consider, well, what does that mean for little old me? You know, it's easy to lose ourselves and forget that we may have a place in that story. That that story extends, yes, through time, but also into the details 
of our very lives. God's love is very great. And God's love is very personal, as is his hope. And we see this in our story as well. It's, we see it as God comes looking for the individuals who rebelled against him in the garden. Asking, where are you? And already foreshadowing plans to restore them to himself. We see it that even though God has plans of global blessing, they are carried out. It begins with the obedience of a single individual and his household. We, we see it in, in how the words of his, restora- of, of, of his cosmic restoration are foretold through the pen of a prophet who was in the midst of a very difficult ministry. And we see it in the arrival of our Lord and how the Lord of all and his entering the human experience, taking on flesh and becoming one of us. It happens with him entering the experience of humanity and human history as a peasant baby. And as he does, God incorporates into that story a very simple and common peasant woman and her husband-to-be. He extends an angelic invitation to witness such a wonderful reality to common workers in a field working their night shift. And yet at the same time brings uh, foreign dignitaries from a faraway place and people to bear witness, to, to be among the first to acknowledge the authority of this child and give him the worship he is due, showing us that he... And his hope is for everyone, without exception. God has very, very big plans. The biggest plans. And yet, for some reason and in some way, he carries these out. In a way that plays out in the very common, in very personal ways. His plans encompass great and small alike. They are for all people with no deference to status as we would perceive it. And his cosmic restoration is for us here and now as well. And so as we listen to the story, and as we respond in song, we can consider where and in what ways we need to remind ourselves of his hope, of his restoration. Maybe it is something as big as the state of the world, the state of humanity, and all the problems therein that weighs upon you continually. It may be a continual source of worry for you. And if that's the case, we may rest in knowing that God will one day set all things right and have his way. Maybe it's the daily burden of life, the grind of the to-do list, the, 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 just the continual race of just trying to, to get ahead or trying to survive, the continual burdens of maybe caring for loved ones or even caring for ourselves amidst ailments and illnesses of all kinds. 
And if so, our story tells us that the hope of Jesus will meet us in these places too, that our God intervenes at both a cosmic and a very personal level as well. And we may see him intervene in the details of our lives. And so, and maybe it's a little bit of both. Whatever the case, whatever the burdens on our hearts, whatever the burdens on our, on our souls we, or the cares that we carry, we can receive the hope of Jesus and hold them in all these places. The hope of the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope of his reign and his restoration is for all. It's for all people. It's for all times. It is a hope for now to the end of time, and it's a hope for the day-to-day. It's a hope for all creation, and it is a hope for little old you and me. And that's what we recognize and celebrate today. And with that hope in mind, Let's not move to praying together, knowing that our God will intervene in our requests, knowing the hope that our God intervenes in our requests. And this, the second Sunday of Advent, one of the themes we recognize is the peace of our Lord. And usually when we think of peace, we think of tranquility, maybe the absence of conflict. And that would not be inappropriate, but it falls short of what the Bible is talking about when it talks about God's peace, which is this holistic restoration, the making of all things right, things being right and as they should be. And that is the spirit with which we pray today.